Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. Welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Hey, yo. Um, <laughs> welcome to episode 20 freaking 9. Isn't that crazy? I haven't mm-hmm. said it in a long time. I, I mean, 29 is a lot. I know. It is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why this reminded me. Just, I guess, because we're talking about numbers, but this Friday coming up is Friday the 13th. Um, yeah. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. It will have already passed by the time this comes out, but I hope everything's fine tomorrow. I'm traveling tomorrow, so. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, because we're recording. Tomorrow is our Friday the 13th, so. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Be safe out there, everybody. Um, I know. I think I think Friday the thirteenth has to is like correlating with COVID now. Honestly, yeah, it it definitely is. It, all good. the the mask mandates are coming back and all this stuff. <laughs> Everyone really needs to stay safe out there, guys. Wear your masks. Get vaccinated. Yes, please do it. Do it. You know what else you should do? Rate and review us on Apple Podcast. Yes, do that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Savannah. First and foremost, I have to tell you, I won't spoil it for anybody who's watching it, but there's a new show called American Horror Stories, plural. Okay. Different than American Horror Story. And I just watched the newest episode, episode six, if anybody wants to go watch. And it references so many things that we have talked about on this podcast. It's crazy. Does it really? I'm going to name a few. Bigfoot, okay. Yowies, um, Mountain People, and National Parks. Oh, my All God. in one episode. <gasps> I need to watch that. You have to. It was crazy. It was crazy. And mm-hmm. I was very shocked. They even say Yowies, too. Yes. I feel like when so, they like, said Yowies, I was nobody like, Nobody knows what that is. Yeah, it was an Australian man, like, a character. And he was like, well, where I'm from, they call them Yowies in his Australian oh, accent. God. So. I love that. I know. I loved it, too. Some, somebody actually commented on our Yowie's episode that's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And they talked about, like, the there's a British version. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. I don't remember what but it's called, though. Me either. We'll have to talk about it eventually. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to go back and see what they said. But Definitely. I thought that was interesting that there's one in Britain, too. Yeah. I assume they're everywhere. Yeah, me, too. Because they exist. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. okay <laughs> one other thing this it was just a really weird situation that happened to me yesterday and i was like might as well tell it on the podcast mm-hmm. so i decided to take my car through a car wash after work yesterday okay so boring haha look at me um and i so like went through it whatever shiny and i like pulled over into the vacuum spots to like vacuum out my car mm-hmm. because i live at the beach and it was so sandy i could have ran my own beach out of the car literally yeah. So I had, like, vacuumed half of the car, right? Like, one side. And every time I would finish, I would, like, close the door, you know, open up another one, close the door, whatever. I, like, do the driver's side of my car, and I walk over to the passenger side, and the door's locked. (gasps) And I was like, what? And so I opened the, like, back passenger. It was locked. Well, somehow, all of them were locked. And I don't know how. I literally don't know how. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, luckily, I had to um, go up to this random woman and be like, ma'am, I just locked every single thing. My phone, my keys, my purse, everything I had um, (laughs) in my car. And she let me use her phone. So I was able to get out of the situation. But I was just like, what happened to, like, how did that happen? I don't know. Probably we'll never know. 
I that is one of my biggest fears, honestly. Dude, and it was like, so hot. I was sweating. Taylor, you you always say, "Oh, that's my biggest fear." My biggest fear. <laughs> this is one of mine. That's it's like your locking fear? all of my stuff. It's like so. What do you do if you lock everything in your car? <laughs> you go bombard a random woman to get somebody's phone. Oh my god! And then yeah, so then I called my friend um, Taylor. Shout out to Taylor, except for not because I called her five times and she didn't answer. Because it was a random number, probably. Well, actually, it turns out I called her afterwards when I got everything back, and she did answer, but it was just a mess. Unnecessary mess. Okay. okay. But Dina answered on the first call, so she came and got me, but... Well, that's good. Honestly, know. though, like, I don't know if I would answer a random number. Yeah, well, somehow... Which sucks. Dina was like, it was from Wilmington. So, thank yeah. goodness she wasn't, like, a tourist from anywhere else. Yeah, that's Because she probably that's wouldn't true. have answered. But yeah, so you know what? Maybe you should just answer calls from now on. That's what I learned out of this situation. Yeah, answer calls unless they're like the ones that say spam. Yeah, because that's what I was going to say. Like now most of them say spam or like potential spam. So Yeah, that's true. Just a PSA mm-hmm. for everyone out there. Also, yeah, it could be your friend needing yeah, help. it could be. And also, you better memorize some phone numbers if you don't have some memorized because... Thank God I had my friends memorized. I know. I literally, I only have my mom's phone number memorized because it's, it's two digits <laughs> no. off of mine. Oh. So that's why I know it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know a bunch. Luckily, because all of my friends I've pretty much been friends with since middle school, and none of us have changed our numbers. So mm-hmm. I used to have to yeah. call them up on the house phone. So. Yeah. Throwback. But anyway, I just had to tell you that because it was crazy. So. Yeah, that is really crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I don't have anything else if you want to go ahead and get started. Okay, yeah, we can get started. Um, So this week, I I really had no idea what I was going to do, right? Mm -hmm. So I asked asked Garrett what I should, like, have for a topic this week. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he's just going to say something random. Of course. So he said, uh, look something up from Tunisia. I was like... Tunisia? "Hmm." Yeah. So I was like, um, okay. And... That's, you know, a country in northern Africa. Mm-hmm. Okay, I did not know like, that, but okay. Yeah, it's like an Arab country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, like, looked it up, and I was like, what legends are there? And I found out that they believe in, like, the jinns and genies. No way. Yes. So they're actually all in the, um, you know... Arab countries over there in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. So, it's not... So, I started off from Tunisia, but it's, like, you know, all that whole area. Yeah. It's not... It's not we're not sticking Tunisia. there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's... This is my story for this week. Um, I'm so excited. We're going to talk about the jinn. Have you ever heard of jinns? No, never. Okay. Well, um, the... First, like, the original word for it is jinn, um, and then people would call them, like, jinnies, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then that translated into genie. Okay. So, you know what a genie is, right? Oh, of course. Like, Rub the yes. bottle. You exactly. got three wishes, baby. Mm-hmm. So, similar idea, but there's, there's a big history with these creatures. Um, so... Also, I think in the past, like, the uh, the plural for it was gin, and then the singular for it was Ginny or something, or maybe I have that backwards. I don't mm. really know. Yeah. 
But now I don't think it's like that anymore. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. So, anyways. Um, and also, another confusing thing. Um, in a lot of, like, the writing, uh, a djinn can be one creature, like, a, you know, a certain creature specific. Or it can be, like, referring to a bunch of different magical creatures. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, so it's, like, a group of, like, random spiritual creatures. Oh, yeah, they're all jinn. You know what I mean? Like, just a general word for them. Mm -hmm. So, like, that makes it sort of confusing to know, like, what they were talking about. Definitely. But but I think I got um, some stuff that are specific to just this, you know, this one creature, not, like, the grouping of them. Cool. Okay. So... I already said they're, like, in Arab countries, um, and they were originally, it was originally said that they were evil and not immortal beings, but they lived longer than humans. Okay. Um, and in Muslim Islamic tradition, they say that, um, they're spirits that are, uh, similar to humans, and they can be good or bad, and they sort of, like, have their own society, <laughs> Mm-hmm. So they're, like, um, very similar to humans, but, you know, separate creatures. Okay. Um, and according to the Muslim faith, um, humans are created from clay and water. Ooh. Angels are created from light. And the jinn were created from smokeless fire or the essential fire on the day of creation. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so, okay, I did not know that. Yeah, so they go back, like, to the very first day of creation, wow. apparently. All the way back. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are also, like, invisible to most people. <laughs> oh! Yeah, so that's cool, I guess. Um, except for under certain conditions. <laughs> Such as when you rub the lamp. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and... Dogs and donkeys are able to see them. Oh, donkeys. Okay, that's random. I know. Maybe a lot of people have donkeys, so they're like... Oh, yeah. You know, no, you're right. You're right. Why. I forgot. It's in the Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they, like, know the difference between good and evil, um, but they still can be evil, just like humans, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and according to the Quran, how do you... Is that Quran, how you say yeah. Quran. Quran. Um... They are on the earth to worship God, just like humans. Oh, cool. So they're so, basically just, like, kind of humans. Yeah, but they live a lot longer, and they were on earth before humans. Wow, that's crazy. So, yeah, that's basically what they are. Um, and apparently there's three different kinds of them. Mm-hmm. That's what I found on one website, anyway. Um, there are jinn that are able to fly um they can be heavier light taller thin they're basically shapeshifters whoa um so there's those ones i think those ones are like the invisible ones too i don't know if they all are or they Mm -hmm. sound like they would be invisible right yeah they do (laughs) um there's some that reside in a given area and cannot travel outside of that area such as lamps i know i keep saying that but that's just or like a bottle, like a genie in a bottle. Yeah, something like that. So that's 
I guess that's where that idea comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, and what something said that they may live in abandoned houses. Okay, that's really creepy. I know. <laughs> you go into um, like an abandoned house and you think you're going to find ghosts, but no, it's a genie. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but like, can you tell the difference between a ghost and a genie? Um, I, I mean, from the description, I think they're very similar. <laughs> okay, yeah, because like in their like invisible, so, like dogs can see them. Yeah. Sounds a lot similar to a ghost to me. So maybe like ghost encounters I've had, maybe actually they were genie encounters. It could be. Crazy. I mean, there's something else too, I think I have written here further down, um, but it has to do with ghosts a little Ooh, bit, okay. but. Let's get to the third type of genies. Um, there are those who that they manifest as snakes, scorpions, creeping animals, okay. and dogs. Okay, everything I hate except for dogs. Oh, dogs and cats, actually. Too. And cats. Yeah, don't hate cats or yeah. dogs. Everything else? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it says... Uh, a cat should not be chased away early in the morning or late at night because it could be a gin, um, and it would take revenge on you. Oh, yeah. Don't do that, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, to protect yourself from a gin and, like, just to keep them away from you, um, people should cover their utensils. <laughs> My, like, kitchen utensils or, like, what? I mean, I guess so. <laughs> Just all of the utensils. Just utensils. Um, Got it. Close your doors. Okay. Uh, keep your children close to you at night. Okay. This is at night. Like, this is what you okay. do at night. Okay. I forgot to mention that. So, cover your utensils, close your doors, keep your kids close to you. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Yeah, basically. I mean, I do that stuff anyway. You yeah. close the drawer with the utensils. Mm-hmm. Right? Hide your utensils. <laughs> um, you close your doors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the gin will come out at night and they take things. So that's why you have to like hide stuff from oh. them. And you have to keep your kids close to you or they'll take them. No, don't take my children. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you have to put out any of your lights that you have on because the gin could, um like, drag away the wicks of, like, candles and stuff and start a fire. What? Why are they so mean? I don't know. So I'm assuming these aren't the genies that have, like, well, I will grant you three wishes. Yeah. Yeah, these are the Darn. evil ones. Okay. <laughs> the kind yeah. that I don't want to see. There's a, honestly, there's a lot more about the evil ones than there is the good ones, unfortunately. Well, good. Um... But, okay, so back to protecting yourself. The reason why you do all that stuff, like close your doors and stuff, um, they won't open a locked door. Um, they won't untie a knot or uncover a vessel. So if you cover stuff up and, like, lock your doors, you'll be fine. Okay, that sounds easy enough. Yeah, so it's fine. Um, okay, and if, if you find a snake in your house, um, you need to call out for it for three days before killing it are you serious i don't really know what that means like call for it like Hello, snake. hey snake come out here snakey snake <laughs> you're supposed to just like let it live in your house for three days yeah okay quick little tangent there was a snake in my house when i was little and i did oh not call for it for three days and my dad oh, did kill it oh my god immediately hope it wasn't a genie 
Well, see, it probably wasn't because if so, the reason you do that is you call out to it for three days, and then if it is a shape shifting gin, it will leave. Um, but if you, I'm pretty sure if you kill it before that, then you know it'll take revenge on you. Okay, yeah. So, so it was just a regular it was just, snake. Yeah, it's just a snake. It's fine. Um, and apparently, gin like they don't eat regular food, like human food. Oh. Um. But they, if they do eat human food, they steal its energy and then, like, that's just not good, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stealing its energy. Um, so that's why people need to, like, pray over their food before eating. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, so what do they eat when they are not eating human food? You know, I didn't really write that down, but I think it said, like, <laughs> gross stuff. It was like, they eat, like, dirt. Like, Ew. <laughs> yeah. Ew. That's yeah. Gross. So, anyway. Um, they can live, like, anywhere on the planet, but they do prefer certain areas. Um, they prefer to live in deserts, ruins, and, like, it said pl- places of impurity. Oh. Which is, like, a graveyard, a, a dump, a bathroom. <laughs> Live in the and, and it listed camel pastures. Oh, <laughs> camel pastures are just so impure. What can I yeah. say? Yeah, yeah, they are. So, and I just realized now that it, it listed bathrooms, though. It's mm-hmm. like, ooh, now I'm scared to go. I know that's so going. scary. Yeah, it's also disgusting. I wouldn't want to live in a bathroom. I know. Yeah, but they like. I don't know. They like all these gross places. True. Ew. Um. And they, see, this is, this is the part about the ghosts that I have. Um, they can get in touch with dead people and, like, sort of communicate to them. What? They're teaming up. Yeah. So they can talk to, they basically, like, take messages from the ghosts and they can relay the messages to people who are living. Oh, well, that's kind of cool. Is that what a sidekick is? They can just talk to, they be talking to the genies? Maybe. Hmm. Um, I mean, this isn't always good, though. Oh. Because it can just be, like, them seeing visions or voices of their, of, like, deceased people, you know, good or bad, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, and also, (laughs) this just gets a little bit worse. Um, gin can possess people. Ew, I do not want to be possessed by a genie. (laughs) Or a gin. Yeah, um, so they, when they possess you, they will affect your mood, and they can make you really happy or really sad for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make you, like, basically super depressed. Maybe I have a gin. <laughs> I know, I'm saying, <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe that's our problem. Maybe. <laughs> our generation's problem. <laughs> maybe. The gin are after us. Yeah, but good thing. Um, they have no power of the soul or the heart. Oh, thank goodness. So they can just make that, us real sad. Right. But they can't like, get the best of us. Exactly. See, that's all you. Your soul and your heart is always just you. Cool. Um, so, yeah. So, I had to mention um, the gin are in a few episodes of Supernatural. Ooh. I 
was obsessed with Supernatural I for have the longest time. Never seen it. I mean, I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah, I've seen all of it, and it's like fifteen seasons. Oh, I know it is. My brother loves it too. Yeah, yeah. It it went off the air like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. But it, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. I love that show, and it has like so many different creatures in it like honestly i should use that if i want to find a creature no, next yeah honestly like, find an episode definitely i've definitely said that some of mine were on that show mm-hmm. that i've talked about i need to watch yeah. it. yeah yeah you should um but in that in the show um i'm sure that they like change it a little bit but they might they probably they have like some roots to like what what these creatures are you know mm-hmm so in the show, um, they the jinn would like capture people and like keep them um, like basically unconscious for like weeks or maybe even months um, to feed off of them. Oh, like their energy or yeah. their blood or something like that um, mm-hmm. over like a long, long period of time, and. The people are unconscious, but they are given this poison that gives them a hallucination that they're in, like, a utopia world. Oh, what? Yeah, so it's, like, their best imaginable life for them. And they're just, like, in this world. Yeah. And they think it's real. Yeah. That's crazy. But they're just, like... They're being mean, but they're also being nice. I mean, yeah. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're killing you, but they're also giving you your best life before you die, right? Yeah. I don't know. The best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, this basically makes them not want to leave, and it uh, grants their wish. No. So that's what comes into wishes. Well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that part, I, I was like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. I didn't really think about it before, but... Mm-hmm. It just, like, came to me. I was like, oh, my God. Their wish has been granted by having this dream life. So cool. So that's all I have for the supernatural one. Um, So in some stories of genies, um, they're bound to an object, just like you've been saying, a lamp. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So everybody knows the story of Aladdin, obviously. Yes. Um, The Disney one, at least. But there is an original story that is slightly different. Mm-hmm. Is it the Brothers Grimm? Um, no, it is not. It is from this book that's called, like, Arabian Nights or something oh, like that. Oh, I did know that, actually. Mm-hmm. So, in... I have, a, I have a quiz for you. See if you know. Okay. You probably don't. Um, in the original story, where do you think Aladdin is from? Um... What what place did Garrett tell you to look up the story? <laughs> Tunisia. That, that's my guess. Uh, wrong. Dang. He is from China. Oh, okay. I know. Very unexpected, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, why did they change it? Yeah, why did they change it? That seems mm. a little bit like a pro- cultural appropriation, if you ask me. Yeah. Well, I mean, the story did, um, it was like a Middle Eastern story about somebody from China, you know? Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't a Chinese story. Gotcha. Um, but the main character was Chinese. Uh, so, and I think this story does take place in China and in the Middle East. I don't really know what country over there, but mm-hmm. somewhere. 
So in this version, Aladdin is from China and his mother is alive. Oh. So he's not like just an orphan on the streets either. Yeah. Um, so the story goes, Aladdin was approached by an evil magician, which mm. in the movie is Jafar. Yes. Um, I just think it's funny that they called him an evil magician. <laughs> I want that uh, title. I know. Um, so he convinces him that he is Aladdin's uncle. Like his yeah. dece- his deceased dad's brother. Okay. Um, and he tells him he like convinces him to go into a cave to retrieve a lamp. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gives him a ring for protection. So, he goes in to get the lamp, but ends up being trapped. Um, So, he sits there, and he's, like, really anxious, so he starts rubbing his hands together. Okay. And then he rubs the ring doing this, and what do you think? Um, Out pops a genie. Oh. So, the genie comes out, and he's like, yo, what's going on? (laughs) Um, So... Aladdin is like, can you get me out of here? So they get him out of the cave, right, and back home. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets the lamp too this time. Okay. So he's back home, and his mother's like, "Okay, you have this lamp, this like fancy lamp, and we need money, so we're gonna sell it." So he, she like, cleans it, and as she's cleaning it, <laughs> out pops another genie. Oh snap! <laughs> so now there's two genies. In this original story. Okay. So. Um, and the one from the lamp is, like, more powerful than the one from the ring. Mm-hmm. So I guess that has to do with the size of the item. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Yes, that's interesting. So, anyways, um, Aladdin uses the genies to help him get the princess. Of oh, course. Of course. Always. Just like in the other story. But her name in this is not Jasmine. It's a different name that I don't really even know how to pronounce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're just we going to say do. Princess. Yes. Princess Jasmine. Um, <laughs> princess. Actually, her name starts with B. So we can say Princess B. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Um, so he uses her to get, use, to get the princess and... Um, they end up getting together, and he's, like, in the palace, right? Mm-hmm. So the evil magician comes back, and he tries to sneak into the palace and get the lamp. Of course. He's like, he's like where's I my want-? lamp? Exactly. He's like, I sent you in here to get this, and you just took it. You took it and my ring and my genie ring. Exactly. Like, come on. Um, and he ends up tricking the princess and gets the lamp. No. Unfortunately. And the genie that's attached to it. No. So he gets it and he leaves, but he also um, ends up making a wish or getting the genie to take the whole palace (laughs) and move it to... (laughs) What? I know. Take the whole palace and move it to, like, I don't know, wherever he lives. (laughs) Yeah. A couple towns over. (laughs) Yeah, he took the whole palace. (laughs) So then Aladdin's just there. He's like, great, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> so he uses the other genie. The, the, the ring weaker, genie. Yeah, the weaker one. He's like, okay, well, you don't, you're not strong enough to get me back to my palace, but you can get me to it, the palace. Mm-hmm. 
So they like, he gets him to take him to this new place. Um, and then he basically fights this evil magician. <laughs> okay, who wins? Yeah, so they fight. And Aladdin wins. Yay! Um, he gets the lamp, and he also, I'm pretty sure he kills the evil magician. Oh, so snap. he's gone. Um, and he takes back his palace, gets back. It's happily ever after, or is it? Dun, dun, because dun. there's another twist. Um, the evil magician has a brother. What? And it's not his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that a was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> so he come, his brother comes and disguises himself as an old woman. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and tries to take the palace and everything. And he ends up tricking this princess again. Wow. Because apparently she's stupid or something. Apparently. <laughs> um, so he tricks her and she gets her again. But the genies... They saw him, and they were like, this doesn't seem right. So they tell Aladdin, and um, Aladdin ends up, like, defeating him, too. Nice. So at the end, Aladdin marries the princess and becomes sultan or king or whatever that's called. Yeah. (laughs) So I thought that story was... I want Great. that like, movie. I know. Like, <laughs> it still has so many, like, similar things, but it's just, like... Definitely, but that one sounds better. Yeah. Yeah, because wow. there's two genies, too. Exactly. It's like, why did they have to get rid of one? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... I mean, honestly, that's one of the only good things I found about genies. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. So, that's what we were going to end with. The good thing about genies yes. is Aladdin's story. I want to see a genie, so. even if it's mean. <laughs> Do you want to you wanna find, like, one that's an object or, yeah. like, which yeah. kind? I want I want a ring genie, a mm-hmm. weak little genie that I can, like, just, you know, have on my finger yeah. Yeah. when I'm bored. And also, what I saw, like, didn't really say anything about them having to grant you three wishes. Like, I think that might have come in later. Yeah. Like, I think the whole thing is that they're powerful and they can, like, do these things for you, but... I don't know if originally they were, like, granting wishes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that was interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, me neither. That's so <clears> cool. <throat> it's so cool that they think, like, that people, like, Middle Eastern people believe that genies are real. Because I oh, feel I like know. Western, like, American people do not at all. Like, I didn't yeah. even know that that was a thing at all. Yeah. So they, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it came, it comes from their culture and it come. i think i mean what i said in my notes is it's in the quran a little bit oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so that's I think so crazy it, it's referred to as like it's similar to demons though oh okay so we like americans are more likely to believe in demons i think okay. so that's similar that like, makes comparison sense. you know yeah that makes sense that's so cool mm. though i still kind of want to see one <laughs> i know yeah, oh, I don't know. That's cool. We have. Do, you probably don't know this, but do, like, do you know if there's ever any in like America? Oh well, it said that they can live anywhere. Oh yeah, but they so, want to live in the sin places or the yeah, and they want to live in here. like desert deserts and stuff. Oh yeah, true. True that. That's crazy. So well, maybe one day I'll see a genie. 
I know. We need to find like one of those old oil lamps. Yes, maybe. we do. <laughs> We're going to go on a hunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, that's cool. I love that story. Um, <clears throat> my story is far, far darker than that. <laughs> See, I know I needed to have like a happy, like Aladdin story. I just. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were right. I'm always going to have a dark story, honestly. <laughs> so, um, this week. It always happens. It always does. Um, this week, I am covering the legend of Pavilion Island. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Never heard of it. Okay, well, you're going to learn quite a lot about it. So, okay. um, Pavilion Island is a very, very small island located between Venice and Lido in northern Italy. Oh, so, okay. we got a nice Italian island. And no, not like the one in Luca, tragically. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not nearly as cool and pretty of a place. But, um, so this island is so small. It's literally so small. It's only 18 acres. Like, my grandpa's oh. farm is bigger than that. Like, it's very small. Hmm. So, and this is really cool. I feel like it, it's like a very small canal divides the island in half. Oh, my God. So it's even smaller. Almost. Yeah, it's literally, it's even smaller. <laughs> but it looks cool because it's like broken in half but yes so this island first appears on historical record in the year 421 oh my 421 that is so old (laughs) like what how is that even a real year do you think it was bigger back then probably i'm sure it had to be yeah i'm sure it's eroded since then especially we're gonna get into some history so i know definitely um so Anyways, it was a populated island until from 421 to 1379. Um, but in 1379, the people who lived on the island had to evacuate because there was a war going on. Oh. So, and I don't know what war, but um, so after they left, the island was literally just used for the war. And then eventually the war ended and then the island was left empty. Um, so, and then it sat empty for centuries. Just because, mm-hmm. I mean, it was really small. Not really that hard to get to, but, like, why would you want to live on a small island? You know, live on a big island. Yeah. Yeah, like, once they left, they were probably like, we're just going to stay in these big cities. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're going to stay on land. Thanks, though. Um, so, they decided um, that they were going to use this island as a quarantine station for people who had the plague and <gasps> other diseases. Oh, no. And eventually, after the plague, people, eventually, also, those with mental issues. So, just a bunch of people who were just real down on their luck were sent to this island. I think I have actually heard something about this. Yeah, this is a pretty popular story. So. The, oh, my gosh. You um, had to do a, a quarantine story. Of course. Shut up. <laughs> COVID. And we're probably going to go back into quarantine. So, had to. Yeah. <laughs> had to bring it back for this one. Exactly. <laughs> Our quarantine won't be nearly as bad as this one, though. Um, So the Italian government decided that they needed to fight the spread of the bubonic plague. And the only really way that they could do that at the time was to get rid of the people who were spreading it. Mm -hmm. So and it was spreading so fast at this time. Literally one in three Europeans were killed by the plague at the time. So that's a lot of people, (laughs) like a lot. What it? Okay, not to 
interrupt or anything, but like the what is the statistic now for COVID? I don't know. It's probably no. similar. I have no idea. Hmm. Not with vaccination rates or anything. I have no clue. But hmm. I wouldn't say it's as bad as this, but I would probably yeah. say probably one in 10, one yeah. in 15 maybe, which still is not good odds. It's mm-hmm. not at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, different times compared to now because literally anybody who showed even one small symptom was sent away to this island. One cough, you're done. You're done for. You're getting sent away. Yeah, I feel like they could just do stuff like that to you back then. Oh, for sure they could. Like, they didn't need like, to prove anything. Yeah. yeah. We have too many rights now. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. <laughs> Thank goodness. Honestly. <laughs> um. So, literally, they were just like, oh, look, there's an empty island. Let's just send people there to die. So, mm-hmm. and that's what they did. Because literally, like, 98% of the people who contracted the plague at this time died from it. Like, there was no medicine, not really, at the time. So, yeah, people were just sent here to die. And Pavelia, any? Oh, go ahead. Was there anything on the island? Um, No, not to begin. I mean, of course, there were, like, some houses, like, when people lived there before. But then the war happened or whatever. But then they built stuff on the island. And I'll get to that a little bit later. Okay. Um, but Pavelia Island was used as a quarantine station for more than a hundred years. A hundred years? One hundred years of just thousands and thousands and thousands of people dying. Is that how long the plague lasted? Yep. Hopefully it won't be the same for COVID. That is so scary (laughs) to think about. I know. This story hits, it cuts a little deep here. It hits really hard. It sure does. Oh God, I'm not thinking about that. We're not comparing anymore. I don't want that to happen. No, no. Suddenly, this is just, we cannot compare it because it's horrible. Yes. A hundred years. Oh, God. Okay. I know. So, and we're going to get into more of the history because there's a whole lot more. But because of the history of this island, everybody claims that this is the number one most haunted island in the entire world. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and visits to Pavilion Island are absolutely prohibited. Nobody can go there. You absolutely cannot go there. Um, You can if you get very special permission, but also, like, Italians will not take you. They won't take you. They don't want to go anywhere near it. So, you got to find somebody who's really brave to get you to even boat out there. And then it's still illegal, so... Isn't that so gross out there, though? Like, it oh, has to be. it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. I wouldn't want to go see it. No, definitely not. So, um, I said today the island is completely empty. Um, you know, nobody lives on it, but there are some buildings that remain. So, from when they re- when they determined that they were going to send people here, they had built a church, a hospital. Later on in history, they built an asylum, which I'll get into later. A bell tower, a couple of administration buildings for the staff, and the oldest buildings on the island, they were built in 1645 by the Venetian government, and there were five octagonal forts to protect and control the entrance to the island. So, and four of those um, still remain today, the forts. Okay, what I want to know is how do they pick who is going to work there? Like, who would want to work there? Literally, it was government officials. So they like signed oh up God. to do it. Yeah. Because wouldn't and, like, you catch the plague from it? Yeah, but... literally, yes. Yeah. So I'm assuming like 
The nurses were all women, because who cares about women in this time? Nobody. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just, yeah. I don't know who worked there, but not good. The island also contains a bunch of plague pits, is what they're called. Oh, no. So, you know, there's a lot of death going on here, and they didn't want to risk, like, transporting the bodies back to, like, mainland because they didn't want the plague to spread. They didn't know if it could spread, like, once they were dead or not, which I'm sure it could. So they were like, well, we need to keep all these bodies on the island, so let's just throw them in the plague pits and set them on fire. Oh, my God. And that's what they did to nearly 200,000 people. Oh, my God. How do they even know how many, though? Oh, they like, don't. They don't know. That's just a rough estimate. <laughs> because they don't know. Because they weren't keeping track. Nope. That's insane. Oh, it's insane. And you know what's even more insane? Almost 50% of the soil on that island is actually human remains. Oh, God. <sighs> yeah. Um, not good. Not good at all. No, not good at all. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Over the years, um, almost 200,000 people died on the island. But do you want to know how many people were cured of the disease and were actually able to leave the island? None. Well, a few. Oh, okay. Not an exact That's amount, good. but less than 50 people. <laughs> oh, my God. I really was thinking that nobody survived. Yeah. This. Yeah, just, just a very few. A very small amount survived. So, shout out to them. For surviving that. They were they were probably the ones who had like the smallest of symptoms and didn't They were the ones who it. just had a cold at the time. And then yeah. they were like, You have the plague, go to the island, and that's the only way yeah. they survived. Exactly. So sad. So, um, as I said, it was running as the quarantine station for over a hundred years. But after that, after the plague had, you know, died down a little bit, they stopped using it as the quarantine place. And they were like, you know what? This is still a really good island to, like, put people that we don't want to deal with. Oh, my God. So let's build a mental asylum. So in 1922, they built a mental asylum that housed thousands of mentally ill patients, ranging from, like, really simple, like, mental issues such as anxiety all the way to murderers. Yeah. See, that's just like the hospital that I was talking about. Yep. That's, That's what, what they did with say. all of them. Yep. It's just... Yeah, they were like, we don't want to deal with you crazy folk. Let's just send them away. So, yeah. yeah. Um, oh and it's important God. to know that, like, these patients were mentally ill. Like, they were all mentally ill somewhat, right? Well, when these patients were moved to this island, they would regularly report seeing really sick ghosts. And that they would be kept awake all night long, every single night, from screams of these ghosts. But who believed them? Because um, these people were mentally ill. They didn't know what they were talking about. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they were just like... They were like, you're crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. But oh were they? God. Absolutely not. Probably not. Definitely. They were definitely not. They were definitely not. They were hearing the people who had died from the plague on the island. Mm-hmm. So, as you mentioned, we've already talked about some psychiatric hospitals on this podcast before. And we know that there is a lot of mistreatment going on. In these asylums. Yes. And that happened here, too. There were really gruesome experiments done, including lobotomies, which is literally disgusting to me. That's one of my biggest fears. A lobotomy. No, no, no. 
<laughs> See, my fears are like everyday things. Yours is like, I don't want to get a lobotomy. <laughs> yeah, but that's because everything, like everyday things, like happen to me all the time. So, like, those can't be my fears. Right. right, right. <laughs> gotta have crazy ones. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know what's really sad is that nobody ever got in trouble because nobody cared about these people. And once you went to Pavilion Island, like, you were basically forgotten. Like, people. People weren't coming to visit you or anything, so... Yeah, because nobody was going to the island. No, nobody was going to the island, ever. So these people just, like, suffered bad. And... But there was one place that was a little bit worse, but I'll get to that in a minute. There was one specific doctor. I thought you were going to say better. You said, there's one place that was a little worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. There is one place that's a little worse. No, oh, my gosh. It doesn't get better in this story. It never does. <laughs> okay. Good <laughs> to know. Worse Good and worse and worse. um so this one doctor i couldn't find his name literally anywhere and i looked for so long so we're just gonna call him the doctor but he was literally insane probably more insane than all of the patients combined even the murderers and he did really really cool things to all the patients and performed really weird and strange experiments on them and honestly literally did whatever he wanted to do so not good at all um Mm -mm. And the place, so the really bad place, you know, the whole place was bad. You don't want to be on the island, period. But the place that you really don't want to be taken to is the bell tower. Because that is where the doctor did all of his really, really harsh experiments. In the bell tower? Yeah. I guess because that was, like, his place, like, his little office, his little sanctuary that, like, nobody was going to bother him in. Right. Okay. So if you were getting taken to the bell tower, you knew something bad was about to happen to you. Which is really sad, but really ironic is that um, this doctor claimed that the patients actually drove him mad himself, and he ended up throwing himself out of the bell tower, and he died that way. But that's at least how the legend goes, hmm. because nobody was ever able to confirm if he threw himself out or if somebody pushed him. I hope someone pushed I him. I hope somebody pushed him so bad. Like, one of the patients who was about to get, like, a crazy surgery done, and they just, like, got up and pushed him. I hope that's what happened. Okay, I'm actually picturing the movie right now for this, though. Same. We should make the movie. I No, not really. There should be. Yeah, let's make it. Oh, my gosh. Copyright, don't take that. And then it's just, like, about, it's following this one patient, and then he gets taken to the bell tower, and it's, like, the last scene, and he gets, like, that pushes the doctor out the window. Yes. Okay, let's do it. And then runs away. Nobody take our idea. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he like gets on a boat and like runs away paddles away we're copywriting that yeah. idea no yeah we are actually we're, the movie's already made don't don't take it from yeah. us <laughs> so anyway his death happened in 1968 and once they found his body was when the hospital shut down so like they didn't care about any of the patients who died or anything no 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 no. but when the doctor died oh yeah let's shut it down like that's that's what? what's too much so. yeah because they're like oh somebody who like wasn't crazy like got crazy from all these people so right something must be happening right so messed up unbelievably messed up so the bell tower was removed from the island decades ago and but people who have visited the island still claim to hear the chimes from the bell tower echo around the island because apparently this doctor would ring the bell tower like every single night so people still hear it even though there's no bell tower there anymore so definitely Mm -hmm. a ghost a little ghosty activity 
Yeah, there's no bell tower, and also who would be ringing it? Exactly. You know? Nobody's there. <laughs> like, nobody is there. Crazy. So, the most common thing that people have reported um, happening, people, because there are a bunch of brave people who have been to the island, even though it's illegal, you know, people do what they yeah. want. Yeah. So, the most common thing that people say is that they will just randomly hear screams around the island. But as I said, nobody else is there. Like, literally nobody is there. Mm-hmm. So, the screams, they're coming from the tortured souls who live their last days there. It was just so sad. If yeah, you really think about it. It's terrible. I know. And to this day, charred human bones will wash up on the shore of the island and the surrounding land from this island. <sighs> oh, no. Yeah. And so, I, yeah. Is there, how many people were in the catacombs compared to how many people died on this island? Oh, well, there were millions of bodies under the catacombs. Okay, so not comparable. <laughs> not comparable. But also, that was, like, miles and miles of land. This is on the that's 18 true. acres. Yeah, so that's true. compared, I can't do that math. Mm-hmm. But probably similar. Yeah. It just reminded me of it. Cause yeah, it's for like sure. These cities that you don't really think about them having all, all these, like, mass graves. Exactly. Just have them (laughs) exactly there's just you don't know what you could be walking on top of honestly yeah bodies are everywhere so watch out because you never know you never Mm -hmm. know but i already said earlier but the people of italy stay as absolutely far away as they can from this place like they Mm -hmm. they know what happened they know it's serious and they do not play around fishermen literally will not fish near the island good because that's kind of gross it's too. very it's gross not even, it's not even just like the spirits and stuff it's just gross for sure it's literally <laughs> disgusting and but obviously some people have fished but what do they catch fish no not fish they catch bones in their nets yeah. and human remains yeah so that's just so it's just so disrespectful like mm-hmm. in every single way so the italian people actually think that the island is cursed and honestly, me too, because how mm-hmm. could it not be at this point? So they don't want to be cursed. And they say that anybody who goes to the island will also be cursed. So. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I so, feel like what if like a spirit would follow you home? I feel like they would from that place. I yeah. know. Like I would honestly want to bring spirits home with me because like I got to get off the island. I guess so. But then they would just follow you around and then you're cursed just like yeah, they say. I wouldn't want to be cursed. Mm-mm. um okay so i said rewind a little bit the mental hospital closed in 1968 when the doctor you know died in some way off the bell tower um so after this a family actually purchased the island and i wasn't able to find their names either but they bought it because they wanted to build a vacation home on the island you know just let's have a summer home on our little fancy island which sounds good I'm not going to lie. And it was also very cheap. And they were like, oh, my gosh, it's just so perfect. It's like a dream come true. Our own summer home on our little private island. Guys, PSA, if something seems too good to be true, it probably is. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. especially if it's land or a house that's like really, really nice, but it's like really, really cheap. Automatically, something bad happened there. Like, Like, you should honestly already know. And I'm not blaming them, but also I am. But, so, they they bought it to build their house, right? 
And they were so excited when they first got there. They were like, oh my gosh, like we're going to build the cutest house or whatever. And, you know, they, they, they were planning on staying the night, that night. Mm-hmm. But what happened? Um, it was getting dark. And the family claims that their, young, their youngest daughter's face was almost ripped off mm-hmm. by a really angry ghost. And they never returned to the island. And they sold it as fast as they could. Oh my god. Yep. Ripped off. Ripped off. How how can a ghost do that? I don't know. Was it the doctor ghost? Who knows? Maybe. (gasps) Because the doctor's ghost haunts the island too. People have reported it. So. Not good. Not good at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Another personal story that I found from the island. um, You know, it's not open to the public. And it's been privately owned by like a bunch of different people since it closed but eventually it just became abandoned and somebody owns it but never goes to it because obviously um but you can request permission to go if you like find a boat somebody to take you like i said but anyways so this group of friends got permission to go explore and got found some brave soul to take them couldn't be me but when they entered the building that the main mental asylum was in they heard a really deep voice was like, leave immediately and do not return. <gasps> and that scared them enough that they did. <laughs> they did not go back. That would scare me too. Oh, oh for sure. For sure. Like, absolutely not. Um, oh, 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 okay. So another story that I read. Basically the same things, you know. Shadows, heard screams, heard the bell tower, like, ringing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But... Um, this guy, it was like a blog post. I'm going to text you now the picture so you can look at it. But this guy took a lot of pictures, okay. documented the whole, his whole trip. And he actually caught a picture of a ghost. This picture will be on our Instagram if you want to see it. And so there's like the main picture and then it's zoomed in. So you can see a person standing beside this building. Kind of see through. Yes. Oh my God. That does look like a person. Yeah. And it really looks real. Like it really does creepy i know wait somebody's standing there but it's like see-through so yeah it's like literally a ghost mm-hmm. it's crazy so go check out our instagram if you want to see that very creepy um yeah so um ghost adventures obviously the tv show and another tv show called the scariest places on earth um have went mm-hmm. and investigated the island they found all the same things like every single time all the same things happened so, if you want to go watch those, go do oh it. God. But um, I know it sounds crazy, but is it bad that I want to go here? I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to see pictures of it. I want to see, like, how it's set up and everything, but I don't know if I would actually want to go, like... Yeah, I mean, I do think it's, like, disrespectful. Yeah. But also, I just want to go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just would like to see it. And people also mm-hmm. say, like, when they step on the island, they just get, like, an immense, like, feeling in them that just, like, this is not a good place to be in. Mm. Which makes okay. me want to go even more because I want to feel like if I feel it. But. <laughs> uh, true, I guess. But I will probably never go to this place because it's very hard to get to. So. Mm-hmm. I won't try that hard, but if the opportunity I comes up, I might have to do it. Yeah. I I just wanted to go back to that cute little island that 
before the war. I know that they were just like living <laughs> on it. People. They were thriving. Yeah, like I'm sure it was so cute. Yeah, like and there's also like a little bridge that connects because you know like the canal runs to the middle. There's a bridge that connects. Oh. I'm like, that's so cute. Why did it have to turn so bad so fast? Mm-hmm. So sad. But yeah, that is the legend of Pavelia Island, the oh number gosh, one I... most haunted island in the whole world. I need more pictures of it. I need to see what this place looks like. Oh yeah, see, it's actually cute. Like it's it's so creepy to look at it and know like what it is. And, like, the mm-hmm. ground is, like, literally 50% human remains. But it's so, it's not, it's cute. Like. <laughs> does it look like it is a barrier ground? Or does it look like no. it's, like. It just looks like an abandoned island. creepy town. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Creepy. Hmm. But check out our Instagram if you want to see pictures. I'll send you pictures right now so you can see them. But. <laughs> okay. Yeah, definitely go check out the pictures because it's creepy. That's oh all God. I know. But rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, please. Mm-hmm. Um, I might need to look up, like, those Ghost Adventures uh, episodes or something. I know. Or, like, I didn't actually even watch them. Oh, which yeah, is why yeah. I didn't talk much about them, because I didn't have time. Mm-hmm. But I want to watch them, too. Yeah. Is that on anything? I don't know. I'm sure it's on something. <laughs> yeah, we'll find it somewhere. Definitely. Okay, but well, I don't really have anything else for this week, yeah. do you? Uh, nope, not really. Alrighty, well then, we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. Cue the music.